Welcome to the Juicer Podcast, the podcast that interviews students from CS Arts every other week. Your host, Arjun Lakshman, will talk to these students about their art, craft, conservatory, their personal lives, and much, much more. And with that in mind, I hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Juicer Podcast and Update. I finally have an intro. Yes, after what after nine episodes, I'm I'm not even counting at this point. I finally made an intro. It's a little uh, guitar rift if you are hearing this at the beginning. And uh, I don't know. I think it's cool. And I think it uh, kind of signifies the whole theme and the kind of vibe of this podcast. But enough about the intro. We have another very special guest today. One of my very good friends and former acting conservatory partner, Luca Nicoletti. Hello. 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 Wow. I, it's still saying former acting. I mean, like, it's, it's still sad, man. As much as, uh, although I'm going to enjoy, like, going into MT, I mean, I'm, I'm going to miss acting, man. There's just something that connects to you about uh, whether it's Shakespeare, whether it's a, a full-on play by itself. I don't know. It's just, it, it's yeah. going to be different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you never really got, because of COVID and everything that was happening, you never really got closure, I feel like. So yeah. it's kind of like yeah. a weird transition. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, these past two years, they have been, some of the most fun I've had in a while. And uh, if I'm being honest, I was a bit stubborn with my class. Like there were, you were much calmer about some of the people in our class than I ever was. <laughs> like you handled them much better than I ever could. Cause I am an extremely stubborn person. And uh, like, if something annoys me, I'll just be like, I'm, I'm just going to call out the, call them out on it instead of just be, calm cool and collected i how do you do that how do you just like go with the flow um i think it's mindset (laughs) like i really try to have a positive mindset and i know that with a lot of things you kind of get out of it what you put into it and Mm -hmm. i honest in a little bit of a selfish way i was kind of like well if i put something into it i'm gonna get something out of it if i work hard I'm working hard for me and it's not about the other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of how I was thinking about it and how I was able to be calm and stay happy and work hard. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that work goes in a long way because you have been part of two of the big plays this past year, both little women and almost Maine. for little women. You guys had a lot of performances to really hone down the character that you guys were playing. But I also heard that there were a couple of difficulties that happened during the process. How did you deal with them? And how did you, rather than looking at it as a bad sign, turn it into a life experience? Yeah, um, I like to think about it as, you know, everything is life experience. And I personally Uh believe that, you know, everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. And I think that you're always going to work with people in life that you don't necessarily like um, Uh and or want to work with. And so I think that 
that really helped me learn what it's like to work with people who maybe don't understand what it's like to work with kids. And that thinking about it that way has really helped me um, change it into like a positive experience and mm -hmm. see it in a better light. Yeah, yeah. I think that is a great outlook on a future directors that uh, you're going to be working with because like you said, not all directors are uh, kind and have like the sweetest of hearts. Sometimes they're going to be uh, a bit harsh on you and you got to be prepared to like uh, take that in and uh, just kind of not let it get to you too much. And uh, I think that right there is a perfect example of uh, how to handle a situation like that and how to get like the best out of it. The play itself, how, how was that for you? It's very different than a, a, lot, of, a, a lot of other plays, just uh, the language. Obviously, the time period had a lot to do with it, but how, how uh, was it? Yeah, we were actually very lucky to have, we had a dramaturg who basically wrote like 20 pages worth of backstory on Louisa May Alcott, uh, who was the author of Little Women, and just on the story itself and on her life. And we had a dialect coach um, who specifically taught me how to do a British accent. And so we were taught how to use the language and um, the meaning. And I think that that was really helpful. And if we didn't have that, I don't know that I would have been able to be the best that I could be because I wouldn't have had all that knowledge and backstory. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I, I remember seeing it, your, uh, your character, I mean, it, it only got to, it was only shown on for a short period of time, but in my opinion, my personal opinion, I think it, it was one of my favorite characters throughout the show. And for, for many reasons, I just love, uh, I just love the properness of it. Just the very, the very, uh, what am I trying to look for? She's very elegant. She's very, uh. Is, is cocky the right word? I don't know. What, what was it like for you playing someone that's like very proper? Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah um, no it, was, it was really fun because she's so unlike me in so many ways. Uh -huh. And it's really fun to play like really charactery characters that are out there and so different from you. And I've always wanted to be in kind of like a period piece show where I get to wear a big dress and kind of like flounce around. And so, yeah, that part of it was really fun, even though I had a very different experience from a lot of people because I wasn't in the show for very long. It was a really fun character to get to play. And she kind of came in and like, just brought a hurricane with her and then left. And that was really fun. Yeah, yeah. And of course, on the other side of the spectrum, I feel like uh, Almost Maine is just a polar opposite of what you just described. Well, let me try to explain. Like you, you as you just said, yeah, your character is very out there, very uh, kind of. She's just very direct. The very first scene of Almost Maine, barely any dialogue. <laughs> and yeah, it, uh, that is one of the hardest things to do. I think what I'm trying to say is, it was like the perfect amount of awkwardness for that first scene when did both you and uh julian shout out to julian find like the perfect moment to engage and uh, start your dialogue 
we workshopped that scene a lot because we did have issues with that in the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, but Mr. Williford was so helpful with stuff like that. And sometimes we would do it in a really weird way where one time we did it in the rehearsal room where he was like, okay, try it as if you both were five-year-olds and you're just having fun and you're being weird and awkward and quirky the way five-year-olds are. And that actually really helped me, at least I can't speak for him obviously, but it helped me really get into the character and really find the awkwardness and weirdness, even though obviously my character was not five years old. Uh -huh. um, she, her quirkiness and awkwardness and, you know, wanting to be loved that I think everyone feels is a universal feeling um, mm -hmm. really helped me understand that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's the beauty with theater. Sometimes you can say so much without saying absolutely nothing. And there, there was a moment when I uh, went to go see it on Friday where I was like, did, did, did they forget their lines? Is, 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 everything, is everything going the way it was supposed to? But then after a while, I was like, oh, that, 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 that makes more sense. And, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, what were you going to say? Uh, I was just going to say that, um, yeah, we were really told to just kind of hold it out as long as possible. Mr. Williford was like, hold it as long as you think you should before saying your line and then hold it a second longer than that. So we were even originally when we started doing it felt really awkward because we knew that there was this empty space that everyone was just like waiting for what we were going to say. And uh -huh. that was kind of the point of the scene but it was just really funny yeah yeah and uh you not only got to play oh my god what's her name i'm forgetting the the, the beginning person jeanette jeanette yes not only did you get to play jeanette but you also were in a scene called that hurts with the iron board yes <laughs> that was a that was a fun scene to watch like How how was it playing playing these two completely different characters, but like uh, putting your own into each of them and uh, making it completely different? Um, it was hard at first because Marvelin has gone through a lot more, at least I feel like, than Jeanette has. Mm -hmm. And Jeanette's story and Marvelin's story are so different. And to see someone like Marvelin kind of be in pain um, and kind of teach somebody else what pain feels like through kind of gaining a crush and falling in love with somebody was so different from like being in an awkward like relationship where you don't really know what to say and you haven't said I love you yet. Um, and I think it was actually good that these characters were so different because I could show my range as an actor and I could really figure out what each of them were like in their own way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think, I'm, I'm gonna be saying this a lot, uh, that is the beauty of theater. Just uh, to transform yourself into uh, someone else. I feel like by the end of this, I'm gonna have like at least five inspirational quotes 
all about theater. Yeah, but, I mean, do it. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but obviously, besides CS Arts, uh, have you uh, looked into any jobs outside of CS Arts? Um, in terms of acting professionally? Uh, yeah. Um, no, I have not. I don't really have the time right now, at least. I'm hoping mm -hmm. in the near future I will get to do that. Um, but right now it's just not, <laughs> not possible. Uh-huh. Are you more into uh, TV and film or are you more into uh, like theater stage? Right now I would say theater, but I haven't done any TV or film, so I don't really know what that's like. Um, so, and obviously theater doesn't really pay all that well. So uh -huh. I don't know in the future what I'll be pursuing more in terms of theater or film and television. Um, I think it'll be really interesting when I start to do TV and film, like to see how different it is and to see uh, what I like about it versus what I like about theater. Uh huh. Well, if you've nailed down theater, then it is much easier to go from theater to film than it is to go from film to theater because theater is just one take. And if you've already got that down, then like you have the ability to do multiple takes and uh, it'll probably take even less time since you've uh, uh, like honed it down. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, I, you know, as you know, we still have so much to learn and I hope to study uh -huh. acting in college too and, you know, keep pursuing it forever because it's always something that you can learn more about because, it's, yeah. you know, the art of being a human <laughs> and you always can learn more and people are learning more every day. Yeah, yeah. One thing I'm really excited for is... uh some of the upcoming plays that we're going to do. Yeah. Like a, you have Curious Incident of a Dog at Night. I think it goes something like that. I remember seeing that at the Amundsen and it blew me away. I'm oh, wow. so, yeah, it's amazing. I'm so happy. I'm hoping, I'm praying that this pandemic does not ruin chances. Obviously, I'm, I'm probably, well, I, I can't be in it, but I'm so excited to see uh, you possibly be in it, Julian, Reese, Jacob, all those guys, if it's possible. And on top of that, it's directed by Miss Ferris. And after working with her in Legends, like she is an amazing director and just an awesome teacher in general. Yeah, I hope that, you know, um, that everything turns out okay and that people get those opportunities this year, especially for new students and incoming freshmen. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, it being their first year and I hope that everybody can get those opportunities because it's so special and it's so important that CS Arts is giving people these opportunities and that yeah. we have the ability to perform on stages like the Sierra Madre Playhouse and like the uh -huh. PAC and um, Glendale Community College even. Yeah. 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 Throughout our two years uh, in the Acton Conservatory, we've had a We've had a lot of teachers. Which teacher uh, throughout the two years that uh, you've been in the acting conservatory do you think has uh, gave you the most information? I think the teacher that's had the most impact on me is definitely Miss Herb. Um, uh -huh. She has helped me 
get out of my comfort zone and just learn how to use the words, especially in Shakespeare, so much better and to grow as an actor. Um, I feel like I've always been kind of like stuck in a box in terms of my acting abilities. And there are just certain things that she'll say to you that get you out of your comfort zone and take you out of a box without even it registering in your brain, at least for me. Mm -hmm. And that has really helped me so much over this past year. I really hope we get to have her again because she's just one of my favorite teachers. I love her. Yeah. Yeah. And just the energy that she has in every single class, even when she's uh, irritated, she still has that energy to her. Like, I feel like when she uh, she yells at us, there's still uh, there's still that uh, flamboyancy and like a kind of jumpy energy that Miss Herb has to her. Yeah, that's and, what I uh, love about her. Oh yeah, yeah. Miss Herb is uh, she's one of my favorites. Uh, I love Miss Harris as well. Back in uh, in ninth. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. love Miss Harris too. Yeah, Miss Harris, I feel like for me, she was definitely the most impactful because don't don't get me wrong, all of the teachers do this, but there's just something about Miss Harris that like she pushes us to our full potential. Like I don't think there was one point where uh she let anybody get off easy. Yeah, I totally agree. What was great about her is that she's she wasn't afraid ever to give us criticism. I yeah. feel like some of our teachers are like, it's great. And they're yeah. not willing to tell us what we could improve. But she uh -huh. was always there to be like, this isn't good. You need to fix this or f get in tune with this and find this. And that is so much more helpful because you can grow so much more when people aren't afraid to tell you what you did wrong or what wasn't so great about something that you're performing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I've got one last question for you, Luca. Okay. What do you think will change now that people are leaving or transferring to a different conservatory? Um... I know that's kind that's, of a selfish question to ask, but I'm just asking out of curiosity. No, yeah. Um, well, it's hard to say because next year is going to look so much different than this past year did with um, what they're doing with classes and how they're placing us and um, just the fact that we might not be going back physically. Um mm -hmm. So it's hard to say, but I think your energy uh, will, and the energy of the room will mm -hmm. change because you were always so willing to go first and put yourself out there. And I think we'll kind of miss having someone like that because mm -hmm. you were never afraid to showcase what you were doing and what you were performing. And you were always the one to go first, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I. Th that's another thing. Uh, they changed how uh, students are going to be placed in uh, the theater conservatory. I remember Mr. Williford uh, 
giving us out uh, a paper on how he's going to rank us. Like he gave us a, a levels sheet, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So that is going to be very interesting. I think it was only for like uh, the rep and tech and core acting. Core acting, yeah. But that is still going to be very interesting to see how we're going to be placed. I think it's mostly based on participation. And I, I like that. I like that because if you participate in class, then you can't really be wrong in your choices because you can just be you and make your own choices. And someone out there is going to admire it because of the choices that you made. Yeah. And even if you fail, that's a part of life and you just yeah. get back up and you do better next time. And it's okay because it can be a safe space to not maybe not make your best choice. And that's, what's great about it. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I know exactly what is going to happen for the rep and tech. If like you get to the, the top level, I already know what's going to happen. And I've just known her for so long that, uh, they're definitely going to put Miss Devin Yates for uh, like uh, the top uh, rep in tech just because a lot of my friends have said, they've come to me and said, why is Miss Devin so harsh? Why is she so mean to us? And I tell them, yeah, she's harsh, but I mean, she's just as truthful as uh, any other teacher. She just, sometimes it's the delivery. Like a lot of, a lot of the teachers, they can, uh, like have the same message of a, uh, you're not doing this right, but sometimes the delivery is a little bit different, but that does not mean that they're a bad teacher. Yeah. That's what's great about teachers like Miss Yates and Mrs. Harris, because they're willing to push you to make you do better and be better and be your best self. And that's what's amazing about the way that they teach. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, I think ultimately that's uh, it's the hardest thing for an actor, and or at least it's the hardest thing for me to uh, uh, be criticized because, unfortunately, as much as I like, I don't want to admit it. I have an ego. Like there yeah. are times, <laughs> every teenager has an ego. If I've never met a teenager that does not have an ego. I have one because if I didn't have an ego, I would be able to easily say, okay, thank you very much. Not only to the director, but also inside my head. Obviously I'm very respectful to the director when they give me advice, but inside my head, I'm like, Arjun, why did you do that? That was so stupid. Why, why didn't you do it this way? And I think it's just, as you grow older, uh, you need to be able to learn to like take not take it to heart and honestly i think that's that's one of the hardest things as, as an actor maybe just for me I don't yeah know. and you know something that mrs harris used to always say is art is subjective and sometimes mm -hmm. what one audience member loves is what another audience member hates and that's just going to happen all the time and you just have to take it and move on and maybe you use it as a note for your next performance and maybe you don't and that's okay because you're going to get thousands of notes in your lifetime and they're all going to help you in some way, whether or not 
you actually used them or not. Yeah, yeah. And I think that is a wonderful note, pun intended, to end on. Thank you so much, Luca, for joining me and sharing all this wonderful information to all actors out there. Thank you so much for having me, Archie, and I had so much fun. Yeah, of course, of course. Make sure to uh, listen to the Juicer podcast on Spotify. As always, take care and peace.